this is coffee number five. I'm your host, Lara Schmoisman. Let's spice things up today and let's get a double shot of caffeine. It's all about you and I want you to succeed. Download today my free masterclass, Three Ways to Stand Out from the Crowd in the Digital World. Sign up for free today. Whether you have a personal brand, whether you have your um, your business, it's really important to be recognized for who you are. And when I'm talking about branding, I'm talking about different parts of the branding. Of course, you have to have a logo or a name for your company, but you also need to know who your target is and your target audience and be prepared to create content that will connect with your target audience. That's why anything you do, you can take it lightly. I mean, choosing your colors on the brand is important. That's why, for example, I will never let someone do graphic design in my company who is not a graphic designer. It's so important that they learn the psychology of the color or the psychology of the, the types or the fonts. I am super picky about fonts. I, it drives me crazy. I'm that person that can see the different gap, the little gap between the letters. And I can tell you what something is off. Like those things are super important to communicate your brand and to tell who you are. Spacing communicates. White space communicate. White space is not bad, it's good. But you need to make sure that we're getting the right space and not whatever. Um, let's talk a little more about the brand guide and what's the brand guide. Um, do you know when you buy a product, there is a manual and it always is a manual that explain how the product works. Well, here is exactly the same. You have, you are the product or your brand is a product. And we need to make sure that everyone who's going to be working with the product, they know how it works. So things that are important to put in your brand guide are... Well, first of all, your logo. Uh, as we dis discussed before, the logo has to have a reason wh why you uh, did that logo. It needs to not only connect with you, but it needs to connect with your target market. Something super important, call me old school on this, but a logo always needs to work in black and white or, white or grayscale. Think about this way. Let's just pretend for a second that we don't have a, a color printer or even that we need to send a fax. Let's, would that logo work? The other person in, who receives the, the paper or in the print or the fax will be able to see the logo. That's really important. That is a test that it will tell you if your logo works or not with color wise. Um, also, what is your logo for? Is your logo to be used in digital? Is your lo logo to be used in, in banners? Do you have different versions of your logo? If you do, the important thing here is that you think about digital. Digital, can you have a very tall logo? Absolutely not, because if you put it on a website, on top will look really small. So you don't want that. I mean, it will look really large or you need to make it really small to fit and nobody will see it. Uh, 
landscape logos are best. But then let's think about social. Social, usually you have a little space, a circle. So you need to make sure that you, your logo fits nicely there or you have a version of your logo that will fit. So those are important things and notions about the logo. Something else, every time you have a logo, you need, as we say that it works in black and white, but also you need to make sure that you have the colors in um, hex that is for digital, in RGB that is for anything that is video, or um, CMYK that is for printing. You need to make sure you have the codes of each one. So whatever method you show in your, your logo in, it works for you. Okay. That first thing first. Uh, then we're going to be talking about fonts, having fonts that they're going to represent your brand. To me, it's always important to have at least three fonts that you're going to be and explain how you're going to be using those fonts. Remember, that's what is going to make you stand out between you and your competitors, because that's why brands are well known. And it doesn't matter if they work in China or in Argentina or in Pakistan, whatever your brand is work on, if you have this style guide, everything should be the same. Something super important with logos, which is how you use it and how you don't use it. If you use it in a, a certain background or use it in white. So it's really important to put the do's and don'ts. Okay, there are some brand guides that can be 10 pages. There are some grants that can be 150 pages, depend where you put it on products or how you, in different usages that you give. So today we're gonna to be talking about the very simple version of it. Um, to me is something important to put is the voice, not only the colors, not only the, fonts, but also words that the brand use and words that the brand doesn't use. And so again, you can be cohesive. Remember, we're going to be using your brand and you're going to be using it in your website. You're going to be using it in social media. You're going to use it in magazines, maybe in television. You never know where you're going to use it, but you will have to adapt to the medium. Like for example, if I send a message in Instagram, it will be very different than a message that I'm going to be sending in Twitter. In Instagram, I can write long text. In Twitter, I have a count. So we need to adapt to the native language of the brand, but the brand voice needs to be always the same. Also, we know that our target audience might vary depends of where you are. Um, there's this uh, meme, I think, that it tells you um, what's, uh, it says, no, I cannot make your um, ugly logo bigger. And it's not about making it bigger or smaller or ugly or not. It needs to work for your target audience. Your target audience needs to, like, for example, if you're having a vintage company, it makes sense to use a vintage font. But if you want to use have a super modern, stylish um, company, of course, a vintage font won't work with it. You need to represent your brand. The same with the voice. 
the words that you will use, the mentality, how you will be inclusive, how you will communicate with your audience will be formal, informal. I remember that we work in a world ruled by SEO. So when you're going to have involved always writers for your brand, it's important that you give, it's essential, more than important, that you give them the tools to be able to do their job. Um, so that works also with personal brands. When, like, for example, everyone has a style of how they dress or like things that you prefer to work. For example, V-neck is my thing. I feel more comfortable in them. I, it looks like, I feel like it fits me better. So that's my thing. For me, being with the turtleneck will be really weird and it wouldn't be part of my brand. For example, um, dark nails always been my brand. I'm trying to go later, and, but it's not me. And that's my personal brand. Um, so you just need to make sure that you are cohesive. If you, it would be very odd if from one day to another, you see me with flashy pink light and nails. I'm very classic. So that's not me and it wouldn't be my brand. It would be something that is completely off. So your brand, your personal brand, your business brand is always the same. Remember, be cohesive and be constant. It doesn't mean that later on you can make changes. It doesn't mean that there are some places that you can be a little more play playful, like social, but this same, the use of your brand and your name brand and your logo always need to have a plan. It needs to have this tutorial on how to use it. Well, I hope this was a short one, but I think I went fast and I gave you a lot of information and I will see you next week. See you soon. Bye. Find everything you need at larashmoisman.com or in the episode notes right below. Don't forget to subscribe. It was so good to have you here today. See you next time. Catch you on the flip side. Ciao, ciao.